from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Welcome to the GoodAtheist.net podcast. My name is Jacob Forte. And I'm Ryan Harkness. And uh, welcome to the show on this really, really warm day. I am ah. not used to warm <laughs> weather like this. Uh, first you complain that it's too cold, now you complain it's too warm. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I want to just live in a world that's 22 degrees all the time. Mm. Can you tell me where that world is? No. 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 I'm afraid the only places where you're usually 22 all the time are probably terribly rainy. And I don't exactly want that. Some one of those. I want to live in a perpetual spring slash fall. You want to live in a biodome. <laughs> well, that's the future if we keep fucking up this planet. <laughs> Living in biodomes. Yay! We fucked up the environment. <laughs> Look forward to that. Ghastly future, children. Ghastly! Uh, speaking of ghastly, uh, today I went back to the 9 to 5 world <gasps> as part of uh, trying to pay the bills month. <laughs> Operation bring cash back into this operation. <laughs> we're, we're, our first operation is called Operation Find Better Names for Operations due to lack of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully that operation will go successfully <laughs> until then. <laughs> How about this? Operation Enduring Atheism. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Operation Enduring Atheism has uh, me going back to work to try to fill uh, income gaps. And I got to say, it feels weird, man, going back to the grind, the 9 to 5 grind. Like, just just being on a fucking bus and shit with people who were obviously bored and miserable, all sort of like sharing this weird, unique time together where mm-hmm. no one is talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, you, it, it, you never think about it when you're there, but it's pretty weird and unprecedented. I mean, you ever think in the history of mankind you could have put a whole bunch of humans together in a fucking metal box with wheels and moved it forward and everybody else would have just stayed super quiet? You know, it's uh, it's just social norms. We we've developed it like that because you can't you can't acknowledge everyone anymore. There was a there's a village in Africa where every single time someone walks by someone else, they stop to say hi and nobody gets anything done. <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> see just, that's why that's why we get shit done you know yeah. in the west we don't talk to nobody yeah, no time exactly. for fraternization shut your mouth and do some kind of civic work or something put your headphones on and listen to us talk yeah Instead. actually that's probably what's happening right now you're probably even on a bus looking around right now some weirdo in the corner staring right back at you well it always creeps me out is more the fact that everybody ignores everybody it's not so much that they don't talk to each other i understand that i appreciate that quite frankly yeah but, i don't like loud people on the bus and sometimes i'm that loud guy and not loud as in i'm loud obnoxious but you're i loud. mean i'm just loud man my voice is booming and it carries so unfortunately if i have a thought that particular moment everybody's gonna hear it so yeah so I, I, I do appreciate definitely the quiet ones, but I think in the in the term of <laughs> the ones that ignore you, you hope that that doesn't happen while you're, I don't know, having a heart attack or something. <laughs> what level of, uh, how, how bad do things need to be for some sometimes for some people to actually acknowledge you? Oh, you know, there's always those stories. They do tests, uh, you know, put put some homeless person, lay them out on the street and obviously not... 
uh, not in a good situation position, you know, like a ah, <laughs> chalk outline style position and see how long it takes. And it's always fun to find out how many hours it takes before somebody decides to poke them. Hey, they nobody loved them, Ryan. <laughs> Who's going to miss them? Who's going to miss them? They're not little children. God. It was a little baby, because babies are innocent, and homeless people are obviously not innocent. I say this knowing that there are probably no homeless people listening to this show right now. We'll take comfort in that. Okay, the f- the first topic I want to talk about is uh, uh, the Islamic response to Everybody Draw Muhammad Day, which is delightful, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll speak a little bit further on that pretty soon. The first thing I want to talk about though, is the uh, news of Dr. Andrew Wakefield. Well, scratch the DR in that name. Uh, where Because Britain has stripped him of his medical license. He's no longer to be referred to as doctor. Now, if you don't know who Dr. Andrew Wakefield is, he published a paper in The Lancet that basically said that there was a link between autism and the MMR vaccine, and that's the reason why kids aren't getting that shot anymore, and why things like the measles uh, and rubella are back in uh, Great Britain and in and in other Western countries where they hadn't shown up since the 80s. Now he's been stripped of his title, uh, so he is no longer a doctor in Great Britain. Thank God. I, I'm very glad that they've they've done them well i don't even say that's the harshest thing but it's definitely good that they've they've they taken sent it. out a message man yeah they, they they basically said you were so sketchy in everything that you did i mean at one point i think that he paid five dollars for a bunch of blood samples for kids at his uh for 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 children at his kids birthday party like what the hell kind of what kind of science are you doing pal like what the hell is that Unbelievable, and there's 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 tons of stories like that. It's not just the fact that he was basically contracted by lawyers who were planning a lawsuit against the drug manufacturers. Forget the fact that even that happened. He was also trying to develop his own single shot MMR uh, vaccine that he was going to then patent and sell. So that was another that was another goal that he was going for. It's really funny how the whatever goal he was going for, nothing like that happened and in fact, he endangered people's lives and that's the reason why you fucking do that to people like that. You're just like you perverted science. You don't get to call yourself doctor here no more. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why I sound like a Texan when I say that. You don't get to do that no more. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Unfortunately, he's still a doctor in other parts of the world. It's not like it's a global ban on him, and uh, but it, it does yeah, send a pretty str- pretty harsh message. It's it's just another like it, it, it's just another aspect of him being completely discredited, uh, which is long overdue. Uh, obviously, there are still people out there who uh, who are trying to act like there's some gigantic conspiracy to discredit him, but for the most part, he's been ruined. He's been absolutely ruined, and rightly so. <laughs> Now, I just want him to, to, to shut the book on this and just, you know, because he's going to fight it. He's going to fight it. I'm like, dude, man, you're not going to win. Give it up. Move on. Move on. you got your life ahead of you. Do you really want to try to fight to save your name? It's over, man. Try gardening or something. I don't know what you can do. Maybe you can be the poster child for I don't know, throwing knives. I don't know. <laughs> 
throwing knives. I'm just tossing anything out there. I don't know what he could be a spokesperson for. If you can find something, I would fucking be more than willing to help uh, to, 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 uh, to, to hear you out. I'd rather he just went away and not do anything at all. Because this is a guy... When, when you talk about things that happen in the world and you talk about societal shifts and stuff like that, this, this, this individual was instrumental in in causing a, a very unfortunate shift in, in people's mindsets. I mean, past the MMR stuff that he, he, he peddled, his stuff is a large reason as to why vaccinations right now are, are once again considered dubious. Well, they always go back to that you know, study. And that was, that's the real problem because once a study is published, uh, you know, people always go back to that one study. It doesn't matter if that study is completely discredited. They're like, well, it was a study that was done. Oh, it was a study. Oh, what the fuck does that mean? It, it doesn't mean much, but that's all some people need. That's all vaccine deniers need. Just the slimmest of hopes that they might be able to, you know, find a link that way because they've already, they already believe it. You know, that's the, that's the danger of trying to prove something that you already believe that itself has very little proof is that you will turn a blind eye to, you know, tons of evidence in favor of just that, you know, that sliver of hope that you have that you might be correct. I'm like, it's time to re-examine your assumptions. Well, weren't you talking about something going on with conspiracy theories as far as how the mind operates with them is that people like to feel like they have magical uh, privileged knowledge? Well, privileged knowledge is part of it, but also I think that, you know, we, we, we have a, a tendency to like underdog causes, you know, well, we're fighting big pharmaceuticals, we're fighting all these, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're fighting for the truth, which is something that not a lot of people are hearing, you know, and these are all things that, that we all kind of embrace at the same time. We can be sympathetic, you know. Uh, and and even people that are for vaccines are are sometimes sympathetic even to parts of the message of of these anti-vaxxers of saying well the problem that we have is there's a profit motive behind medicine and who likes that except for ultra capitalists right we we don't necess- we don't really feel that comfortable about you know mixing business with with health because of the way that we feel about you know how both interact with each other it almost yeah. seems like sometimes the worst parts of you know the capitalist system bleed over to to medicine just so that you reap the rewards the really good stuff you also have to take the bad and when you mix that in medicine it scares people oh, and 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 you know the system sucks and it's been proven many times that the way that everything is set up right now it is not right there was a paper that came out recently that talked about the gap between say a scientific discovery saying hey this might be able to cure say parkinson's or something else and it actually being moving forward and 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 being tested on humans and being actually applied as a human cure and it turns out that nobody's doing this kind of stuff anymore uh if uh if if a cure basically falls into a, a region where uh, a company thinks that there's going to be no way for them to patent whatever they they put out of it they're not going to invest anything in it it's just profit motivations for health research is the worst idea in the universe well, well actually the, no deep deep sea drilling the, the problem, other, yeah, there's well, okay. there's more there's a, there's a lot of pretty bad ideas it's just for me the the reason i don't i don't like it is that the the benefits for us in terms of health and the benefits for business don't always intersect and that's for me that's part of the problem uh, you know I, I see nothing wrong for instance in terms of uh, you know drug uh, drug companies like companies that produce aspirin and all these other kind of like 
just the drugs that you just normally take. I don't have the a problem with them. The drugs we love. I don't have a problem with them fucking selling their shit. Boner pills. I don't want. I don't. I don't want a government making drugs for me. That's uh, that. That is not an acceptable idea. But at the same time, you know, the the research part of uh, of drugs is really important. I, I don't think we should leave it entirely to the hands <laughs> of people who might not have the same kind of interests as you. But that's a different rant for a different time. Possibly even a different radio show, not one on atheism. Mm-hmm. My general point is that we're sympathetic towards some of those things. And mm-hmm. and I, I can see, you know, the, the anti-vaxxers try to tug at our heartstrings. And man, is it easy. Because people let that fucking shit fly, man. They, they, they are, there are some very open, caring individuals that uh, don't do a lot of critical thinking out there. But they, they do a lot of feeling. And uh, they've, they've got loud voices too, man. But their voices are not ones of reason. <laughs> No. And they have an influence. They have an impact. They don't see the harm that they're causing because that's the funny thing about vaccines, man. You don't see the benefits. They're just, you just take them and nothing happens. That's a tough pill for some people to swallow. Ironically enough, these are the same people that believe in an unseen supernatural entity, but they have a problem believing in such a thing as vaccines. I'm like, come on, people. Don't be ridiculous. Although I would like to point out that there's a whole bunch of anti-vaxxers who are atheists, possibly even listening to this show right now. Mm, it's true. I mean, there are still some people that email me once in a while to sort of like question their validity. And to that, I'm like, if you can, if you can point me to a serious scientific study that throws these things into question, please enlighten me, okay? I'm not saying this facetiously. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Otherwise... You know, you gotta, gotta, you kind of have to rest on where the evidence is pointing. I mean, I hate to do the whole appeal to authority, you know, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, like anything else, you kind of have to. You kind of have to. You, you do relegate some things to authority. I take it on authority that Einstein's special theory of relativity describes the universe better than Newtonian physics. I just take that for, I'm just going to take pe- people at their word. I don't know the, compl- the, 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 the minute elements that make that possible, so I'm just going to go based on authority. Yeah, but vaccination makes sense on a, uh, you know, when you, when you take a on look a at common the, sense level? Yeah, yeah. On, 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 the general, on, the, on the general level, you, you take a listen to it and you say, this, it's, it's kind of like global warming, and people say that global warming is bullshit. Well, that CO2 is going up there, and it's staying there, and it's causing temperatures to rise so it's like uh <laughs> you know the concept well, the, the, it's it, you know what it is it's, it's kind like, of offer an alternative explanation then mm-hmm. that that's that's kind of the thing that i put out there don't just say well this isn't so i'm like then what is your rival model a rival model is necessary if you just are a if you're just a skeptic and deny everything but replace it with nothing. I'm like, what do you have? You don't have anything. You can deny everything. You can deny the world uh, of senses. You can deny the, 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 even the, the physical world that you experience. You can deny all those things. But what are you left with if you take no axioms to be true? Remember what I was saying before about trying to prove 1 plus 1 equal 2? Mm-hmm. Well, you can prove it. But like I said before, because of that weird Godel's incompleteness theorem... 
all you're saying is that you have to make certain assumptions. Yeah, assume variables in there. You can't it, break everything down. You cannot. You cannot because everything re- requires other axioms to prove themselves as well. And it's just, you know, you boil it down to a certain stage. And at the end of the day, you have to say, well, I cannot definitively 100% prove it, but it works. And that's the most important thing about it, that it works. That's what's so cool about, like, science, man. It fucking works. <laughs> if a person goes over and explains, we are the product of a cosmic egg that started six billion years ago, as, say, the Hindus proclaim, I'd be like, you know what? Uh, no. Your dates are wrong. You have no proof of anything that you say. We've got a model. It works. Well, that's that's the cool thing. Like, we were watching uh, that Stephen Hawking. Uh, he had a new show on, and he was talking about all this fringe science stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, how does he know this stuff? And, well, you know what? Math is the most fundamental science of all. Well, it's, fu- it's, it's, not, it's, it's a fundamental language. It's the language of logic. It's the, it's the language that makes the least amount of assumptions possible. You know, a formula is kind of like a, an assumption, right? A plus B equals C. You're making a really simple assumption. What those variables are doesn't matter. It could be like cars plus people equal danger. I don't know what the fuck the, the things you're trying to say equals. Math is just sort of like taking abstract concepts and just putting them down in the simplest form possible and then trying to use logic to solve them. It's fucking beautiful. That's why it works. It's, 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 it's something that, you know, I, I feel to some degree that we live in a society which fears the very language that can explain much about the world around them. It's like, we fear math, man. We, we fucking fear it. We fear it more than people probably feared Latin you know, back in the day. Say like, oh no, we gotta learn Latin. This is dead language. Well, mm-hmm. math isn't dead language. Math is the language. You know when they send out messages to outer space trying to fucking talk to other people? What's the one language they're gonna t- talk in? It ain't motherfucking English. It's math. It's the language that every other intelligent creature out there has to discover as a matter of fact. You know, when you look at, hey, I've got uh, three marbles here and two marbles there, and I put them together, what do I get? You always get five, motherfucker. You always get five. It doesn't matter what planet you're on, you get five. That's my little rant on math. You like it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Go Go learn math, people. Go learn math. Okay, let's talk about the second piece of news. We can move on from the autism thing. I feel oh, we're going to talk about uh, Draw Muhammad Day? We are, uh, we're going to well, talk about Draw the, the Holocaust Day, which is the response <laughs> of, uh, of, of, uh, of Muslims regarding the Draw Muhammad Day. Now, <laughs> first, I kind of want to say that uh, were they aware that it was uh, just mostly atheists that did that? Because they're insulting the Jews here. <laughs> they're insulting another religion. I'm just going to put that out there first. I'm like, what are you going to draw to piss off atheists? Oh, I got an idea. There's nothing you can draw that would insult us. Nothing. We're impervious to it because we're not like a frightened child like you are. But keep in mind that it wasn't just atheists that participated in Drama no, Muhammad it's true. Day. It's it was, true. I mean, a whole bunch of religious people did it, and a lot of them did it not not out of any kind of free speech goodwill, but out of spite and and racism and the common other, other things negative. that you'll find yeah. whenever someone is exercising their free speech. A kind of a melange, if you will, you know, different flavors mm-hmm. of uh, of protest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there, there. Uh, did you look at some of the drawings of? Uh, I couldn't find any. Google. There were not a lot. Let me let me let me tell you what. Google, starting to suck. I'm very unimpressed with Google lately. Just he's on, to put he's that off out there. the Google con. 
Not, I'm not, I am off the Google cock. Well, at least the Google search cock. Everything else I love, but the search... So I guess I think it's just too much crap out there. But anyway, yeah, I, I looked around. But what what did you find? Well, I found a couple posters that kind of look like propaganda posters of uh, uh, of Nazi Germany. Something having to do with making Schindler's List two or some something to that effect, saying like, "Oh, they're still profiting off this and trying to get your hard earned money off their bullshit story." And uh, and you know what I think I think in examples like that it's really funny because it, it has exactly the opposite effect of what I think they hope they would accomplish by it and we're like yes no one is going to threaten you with death for what you did and you've also revealed your gigantic a- anti-Semitism with it thank you very much for those fucking two birds with one stone you couldn't have done a better job at uh, indicting yourself congratulations I just want to put that up it, doing something was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody draw the Holocaust. It just there's so many things that are wrong with it. From the from the fact that nobody gives a shit if you draw the draw the Holocaust to the fact that it makes them look like raging anti semites. To well, they didn't have a lot of options. What else could they have done? Draw the beheaded atheist day. I mean, they would have looked just as fucking rotten, if not more. And of course, we wouldn't have done shit about it because oh no, my feelings are hurt. Oh, you put made blasphemy when you uh, when you killed off Richard Dawkins. No, not quite. Yeah, one of the... Uh, I mean, it's really interesting how it went because at first when I heard that they were going to do Everybody Draw the Holocaust Day, I didn't even think about the about the Holocaust deniers. I just thought about the idea of they were they were trying to pick something that they thought was extremely sensitive uh, that might offend people and, and cause some controversy. But then the whole Holocaust denier angle came out and just made everybody look so much worse. It also it does. It doesn't... Nobody's being threatened with death. Everybody just realizes, wow, Muslims still really hate Jewish people and they, <laughs> they still have a lot of really fucked up ideas about what went down. And it's just... So where we where we indict them first on hatred, they respond uh, so much more with it, so much more with it. I, that's what I love about it. I mean, it, it, it's difficult to say what a slam dunk that day is, even, even though the chick behind it swore it off, basically said that it it, it didn't accomplish nothing. Swore off drama Hammer day. Yeah, exactly. Swore it off, and I'm like. It was genius. Look what you did. Look what you did. You got people talking about it. You got a country. You got a country to fucking ban Facebook and YouTube. I, like it or not, baby, you are you're one of those movers and shakers. You did it. <laughs> yep. You did it. You hit the stratosphere and you denounced it. That's how you look down and uh, you'll be seen in history as a fucking wuss. But again, we we've talked about it. I didn't uh, I didn't mind her denouncing it. I can understand like, you know, she started it very innocently. No, 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 no. She did not, man. I listened to nothing but interviews. She was passionate about it. She went on a ton of radio shows. She she paints it as saying like oh well it was satirical blah blah she backtracked the fuck away from her position but her position was clear man her position was fucking clear the, the position was clear but she backed off after people started putting up pictures of Muhammad fucking pigs oh my goodness no I mean what did she expect from free speech and that's the part that really pissed me off about the whole thing I'm like oh you only like it when it's sugar candy sweet you really don't get it. You don't get... I mean, you don't even get the day 
that you tried to start. You don't get it. And I think that that's kind of like the, the, the funny thing behind it, well, free not speech, getting it. Free speech is like an onion. Many layers. So many layers. And it makes you cry all the time. <laughs> Makes you cry. Well, except for, uh, you know, non-believers. We're immune to everything. We'll have our vitriol, but you ever imagine reading anything that'll make you cry? That'll make you sort of, like, feel angry at the blasphemy of it all? Mm. I mean, talk about the ultimate defensible position. It's like, I don't believe in none of your nonsense, fool. Ta-da! Answered. (laughs) Tis my position in all things supernatural, and, uh... Until the day where I can be given some form of proof. I mean, the slightest. I mean, don't you think that's the thing about the, the supernatural? That there's just nothing to it. Nothing. Not a sliver of it. I know there's tons of people who be like, Oh, well, I experienced something uh, that I can't explain. Good for your delusional brain, dummy. Now, uh, can you explain this in a scientific way? No, of course not. You were... Possibly dehydrated or high at the time. What a fucking... Who knows what happens then? Yeah, I'm sure it was a real experience. Come on now. I mean, you people in the supernatural... James Randi has offered you a million dollars for you to prove your shit, and all of you have failed miserably. Like, not even close. Like, just miserable. What does that tell you? I mean, come on. Is there, is there still people that are clinging on to these... Farcicals, far, farcical ideologies, they're ridiculous. Well, the majority of the planet. So uh, there you go. <laughs> I know. Some days. Some days. Okay, you know what? I think we'll wrap up the show. We'll catch everybody uh, Thursday or Friday for the pay show. If you're not a member and you love the uh, program, hey, consider becoming a patron. $20 a year. You get access to all our old shows. We're now at, like, bonus number 55 or something crazy yep so uh that's that's a lot of hours it's 40 hours of listening to us talk it's enough that if the police arrest you because you've just gone insane you could probably blame us yep. so many hours of it and you're just like i'll listen to 100 hours of good atheist and i went crazy it would be on fox news they were subscribers to a radical atheist podcast <laughs> and had hours upon hours of audio recordings of their sermons <laughs> We're going to look real good. And knowing me on TV, they're just going to take the best parts, which are going to be my most vitriolic, hate-ridden uh, rants. So. Yeah, we, we really need to release like a Christmas best of sometime where you just go through all of the most vile things you've said about religions. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a, you, a, a fan you, favorite. You might give Draw the Holocaust some competition oh, for please. offensiveness. <laughs> Nowhere near that offensive. I Nowhere don't know. I don't know. Besides, I mean... Uh, if I was that offensive, I was probably laughing the whole time, so I could always just say it was satire. Yeah. Right? True. When they try to indict me with this in, 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 the, in this horrible, dystopic future where religion has taken control again. Or just the UK, because that happens there. Or, or uh, Australia, which seems to be going crazy. Did you hear about the whole porn surge thing? Like, if you, if you go to Australia now, they're allowed to ask you if you have porn on your person. You have to tell them if you have porn. That's strange. Yeah. What's the? They what's can search your shit for porn. So, like, is the cutoff? That's that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Australia, Australia is interesting, man. It's uh, it goes back and forth. It's very interesting. That's why place. we got a lot of fans there. And when we when we make the rounds, hopefully next year for the the next convention, the uh, Melbourne convention, if we can make it there. Uh, 
It's oh, gonna be I, fucking. I, it's gonna be wicked. Uh, hooking up with Australian fans. They're crazy, man. Oh, They're man. crazy. I love it. I, I've been to Melbourne before. Fell in with uh, a bunch of really cool cats and stayed down there for two weeks, partying it up with them. Melbourne people are the best. No offense to you, Sydney folks. Sydney's okay. Sydney just thinks it's too high on its own horse. You know what I mean? Melbourne is where it's at. All the big cities do, man. Mm-hmm. All the big cities. You got to go to the slightly smaller city with penis envy. Mm-hmm. They're always cooler. And they're trying harder. That's so such a, they're try, they try harder. It's the motion of the ocean, baby. <laughs> All right, with that, my name is Jacob Forte. And I'm Ryan Harkness. Have a good atheist day, everybody.